So we cross over to Frank Noonan on a Tuesday, Catholic, uh, frankly Catholic. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Good morning, Kanye. How are you this morning? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. I know that uh, you've been working very hard. We spoke about Archbishop Booty's book uh, last week. Are you done? I mean, you were given a deadline here. <laughs> yes, I was given a deadline, but then, unfortunately, the Archbishop himself uh, made it difficult to keep that deadline. <laughs> <laughs> so now you are you waiting so it's it, it's a game of waiting and then starting again and then waiting and then working again yeah yeah well that, that's actually what happened last week um he decided at the last minute to, to add some additional stuff to it and uh, that caused a bit of a delay however uh, i have some very good printers oh and, nice uh, yes. they worked all weekend for me and the book is actually complete Nice. So all uh, printed and done. Is, is that printed, what you say? It is currently being uh, bound. It's, the binding is being done at the moment. As, as you can imagine, it's quite a big order, and that will take a little while, a day or two. But the printing is done, and then it'll be dispatched. So even in spite of the delays, they should have it by the end of the month, which was the the uh, original deadline. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, so looking forward uh, to that. Uh, and it's called Homilies and? Uh, it's, it's called... Um, <laughs> my mind has gone blank. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Frank. <laughs> it's called... For goodness sake. Okay, no, no. We, I, I'll look it up. <laughs> it's fine. And I this have been so busy with things, I just... You know, it's just gone out of my head. No, no, but, you know, I'm asking you that just off the top of my head because that's exactly what happens, right, with publishers. You you have so much that you're dealing with uh, at the same time. So yeah. what do people actually expect uh, from from publishers? But just to give you an idea, at the moment um, I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six books in various stages of production. Um, and, you know, ranging right across the board from a photographic book right through to a very detailed um, history book and, and all sorts. So there's, there's, there's a lot happening. So I have to keep thinking of, keep changing my, my thought process from one yes. book to the other. Yes. So from uh, poetry to uh, story, what we call this photo, uh, photo story uh, yeah. to a, a book like Archbishop Booty's one. Uh, Correct, yeah. To Father Patrick Noonan's one, yes. Yes, uh, Father Patrick Noonan is uh, currently revising or has just revised his last book, which was uh, My Granny's Dog is a Racist. And uh, he, we've done some minor changes to that, and we're going to bring out a second edition, which is pretty much ready to go as well. I've oh. been working on that too. And then Father Lawrence's book, that is also now come to um, fruition because the, the ambassador that we were waiting for has given us um, her contribution to the book. And uh, that's what actually prompted my thoughts, not specifically that idea, but um, there, there's certain expectations that, that an author has of a publisher, and um, <clears throat> they expect miracles, if you ask me. Yes. Excuse me saying that. But basically what happens is that uh, an author will submit a manuscript to a publisher and say, look, this is what I want to do. Can you give me a quote on that? So I will look at the manuscript. I will assess how much work is, is needed to be done in terms of the language and in terms of how long the book is. You know, a 60,000-word book is, takes a lot less time to do than a 200,000-word book. So I've got to do an assessment of, of what is required. I then go back to the author with a quote. 
accepts the quote, it pays the deposit, and I get started. The first phase is proofreading. I go through the book and I proofread it, check for spelling mistakes, make sure everything is fine. And then I go through again and do a sort of editing process where I look at uh, more, more technical things, continuity, whether what he says in one page reflects what he has said in another, and so on. That, those are all things that come into the editing process. And he may have some uh, historical facts incorrect or uh, dates wrong or something like that, and that, that I have to watch very carefully. So that's the second phase, and then it goes back to him. He accepts or rejects my, my criticisms or my, my corrections, and then it comes back to me, and I start on the, the technical side of the, the layout, and that's where we go. In a case where you have to then wait for more material, then you leave space for that. Now, what then happens, and it's happened three or four times in the last four or five books, is that the author will then come back and say, yeah, that's great, but I want to add this. Another 15, 20 pages, and, uh, or change uh, some content quite materially, which means I have to go back in and resort. And I've already done page layouts. Adding material in the middle of the book changes the flow of the book, and that, that can have consequences. So if I add a chapter in the middle of the book, for example, uh, all the chapter numbers further down are all wrong. Ish. <laughs> so I have to go through that and do those, all those changes as well. And the contents page is all wrong. I have to go back and change that as well. So, you know, it's quite a lot of work. And that in the trade is known as author's corrections. And normally what would happen is that we would, as publishers, we would charge for that, to charge extra. Yes, yes. Over and above the original quote, because it's now extra work that has been given to us that we have to do. And that is one of the biggest uh, <laughs> struggling points with authors, is that no, they don't want to pay anymore. You you so you really quoted me the, this the, the yes. production of the book. Why must they pay more? Yes, yes. It's, you know, if you use an analogy, it's like getting a builder to build you a house. When he's just about finished, you say, "No, but I want another room." But I don't want to pay any more. That's exactly <laughs> the same situation. <laughs> well, uh, so p- uh, publishing then is uh, quite. Uh, what sort of qualities do you need? Is it a difficult job to do? Um. Time-consuming. It it's very, uh, requires a lot of concentration. I usually do my editing and, and proofreading early in the morning, between 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock in the morning is when I do that. And I find once I've done two or three hours of that, that's it. I can't do any more because the, the, the level of concentration required is just very, very draining. I then have to either take a break or, or go on to something different or, or do, you know, answer emails or something like that. Yes. You can't do editing and, and with that sort of concentration for, for more than a few hours a day. Well, at least I can't. How did you say I, I do photo book again? Is it photo book, photography? What, what is it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a book of photographs. It's a pictorial, um, pictorial portrait of a place, that the particular one I'm doing. It's actually of the township in Hrafrenet. In Hrafrenet, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the, and it's quite historical. Part of the township used to be used as the barracks for the British soldiers during the Boer War. And so there's a lot of history involved there, too, in, in that respect. And then, of course, there's, uh, there's a lot of struggle history in Hrafrenet as well. And, uh, yeah, so we are we're doing a portrait uh, of the, the township, basically, of Hrafrenet yes. in pictures. And really little text, just a few... A minor caption on each picture. With, so we're getting the pictures to tell the story.
So every, in other words, every page is a picture. Every page is a picture, yes. But just with the short caption in it. With yeah. a short caption, yeah. That's a completely different uh, situation. And then, of course, you have poetry uh, books, which are, again, completely different. The, uh, editing is not a big issue with poetry because you don't edit a poet's work. You, you merely proofread it, make sure there's no spelling mistakes and, and that sort of thing. Uh, editing is not something you do to poetry. Yes, because... Because he may, the, the sentence may look all wrong, but from the poetry perspective, it rhymes, it makes sense from, from that perspective. So you don't touch that. that that's the poet's prerogative. Just yeah. make sure that his spelling is right and his punctuation and, and that sort of thing. That, that's a completely different situation, again, a different scenario. Well, Frank, sounds really good. And if I want to start uh, writing my own book, I can always just get in touch with Frank at sacatholiconline.org. Yeah. In terms of the expectations of, of uh, authors as well, it's, it's time. They don't realize how much time it takes. And um, I, I actually create a sword for my own back or dagger for my own back because I sometimes, like with the Archbishop's book, I've done it very, very quickly. So now everybody expects me to do the same for all the books, and it's just not possible. I had to drop other work. I had to put other work aside to concentrate on that book to make sure that it it got out in time. And uh, so uh, I know you're also working on Maruma Chai's book. Yeah. uh, That book is sitting with Maruma Chai at the moment. Um, We've done a revision. He came back with some changes, uh, and I don't want to say that he's one of the ones that give me a problem, but he did have some additions that he wanted to include in after we'd already done the layout. Yes. And uh, that went back to him. It's sitting with him now. He's going through it and making sure it's all correct. Okay. And uh, we so look forward to, to all these books. Uh, you know what? Uh, our Catholics are talented. I think we should do uh, something like that. Uh, Catholics yeah. are talented reading sessions or something like that. <laughs> you see this week's Southern Cross. Oh, of course. We look forward to that. Did you see me in the Southern Cross? Not, not my picture, my story. Oh, you mean uh, this past Sunday's one? Or the yes. Sunday coming? This last Sunday. Okay, no, no, then I need to check that. That's page two. There's a story by me. Okay, I'll definitely check that out, Frank. I'll definitely check that out. Now, what, what it was, I think I mentioned it to you once before, we opened our um, community center at our church in Jeffreys Bay, and it was named after our late pastor for the Paul Fahey. And I yes. just did an article about the opening. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, you did mention it uh, to me last week, yes, uh, uh, for yeah. Paul Fahey Center. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be in the Southern Cross so quickly. <laughs> that was really fast. So, you know, yeah. th- that's exactly the kind of service that we need from Catholic uh, publishers and uh, Catholic Weekly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frank, thank you very much for your time. And, of course, we speak again uh, next Tuesday. Thank you very much, Kenya. Have a blessed day. Frankly Catholic with Frank Noonan. Get in touch with him uh, via email. That's frank at sacatholiconline.org. Matins with Khanya Ditabe and Colin York.